0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Real Estate Power Hour with Pam, all about how we can help you be the hero to your clients. So that's really the focus here, is we talk about all these different concepts of marketing and using power words and the right things to say, and that's really making a difference today in how you differentiate yourselves from uh, today's topic which is really, what is the future of real estate? Is it the realtor or is it some of these self-service type of um, opportunities that homeowners now have available to them? And frankly, you know, buyers, 90% of buyers use the Internet first for the first 8 to 11 weeks of their experience before they even contact you, which means that whether you... (laughs) Thanks, Hal. Morning, John. Um, Whether you realize it or not, you already uh, been pushed to the end of the puzzle, so to speak, the puzzle of of, um, real estate and buying and selling. So we're going to talk about the realtors or real estate agents role today and how some of these services and the internet in general can affect you. you know, moving forward uh, if you're planning on having a long-term career in real estate. So, I just want to do a couple reminders and I'm doing a little experiment here, so forgive me, but what um, one of the things I've noticed is it's a little hard for me to read uh, on the phone. Now, today it seems to be better. Maybe it's the color that I'm wearing. That's a good note. Um, I can read better today than I could uh, last time, um, so I can respond to your comments. So remember, so first of all, this is episode 68. I just want everyone to know that, um, you know, whether you're on the podcast listening to this, drive carefully, um, or cooking dinner or whatever, uh, this is available on iTunes and on SoundCloud so that you, if you can't make it to the live session or you want to listen to one of the other 67 recordings, you can do so. Just go to iTunes and um, and, and the, the iStore, I guess. I have an Android, so I go to the Google Play Store. Um, and just download iTunes, and then uh, uh, search for Power Words, and that's where it's at. So thanks. Good to see you, Jerry. Good to see you, Tom. Good to see you, Lorraine. So one of the things that, um, a quick reminder um, of episode 67, and the reason why I backtrack is to make sure that Uh, if you missed something these um these videos tend to build on each other and so when we talked about facebook posts and engagement um that was really important and then i went to the two top digital marketing conferences and uh, they just reinforced email facebook and video now um, one of the important notes and how this message kind of goes out to you as well is getting people's email address and then spamming them is not necessarily uh, what we want to do. What we want to do is use it as another way to stay in touch. And um, so the techniques of how frequently you send the emails, so when somebody first gives you their email, if you send an email um, saying, just you know, just wanted to say hello and introduce myself, here's, here's a link to who I am, that would be it, right? So, you know, when we talk about um, uh, email, we really want to make sure that it's about a getting to know you series. We call it indoctrination. And so um, when, you get, when you get to know someone, then you trust them and you have credibility and you choose them. This is not, hey, I saw you searching on my website and here's a whole bunch of searches that match up with what you were searching for. Now, granted that's, a, that's value, but they already know where your website is and they've already searched it. So they already know how to do that. So what are you adding to that experience? So, and, and the, the whole focus behind Facebook is about entertaining, inspiring, educating, and convincing. So in other words, convincing them that you're the right person for them. So that was episode 67. So make sure that you go back and check that because it had a lot of different content um, that plays to um, how you can change your business. If, if you're somebody with just a typical realtor card and doing postcards, um, then today's discussion about Open Door, OfferPad, uh, offer Homey.com, uh, Purple Bricks, um, even Zillow's getting in on it, um, those people will eat your lunch. Bottom line, if you're gonna do traditional marketing, um, then you, your your years of, of real estate are limited. Um, you've got to stand out from a computer and you've really got to stand out from, from my experience. And I'm selling my home. So I'm actually doing a case study and I'll be writing it up and, and you guys can, can check it out. Um, but it's good morning, Carol. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Amber. <laughs> um, so morning. I guess I got everybody. Um, so, so let's get to it. Um, so let's stop and think, um, because I'm building this case study, I have a lot of information about all of these different types of services because I checked them out. Um, I know, you know, I know a ton of realtors. Um, hi Fran. And, um, that's, that's my job is to, to find out as much as I can behind the scenes for you guys so that you know what you're up against. So as a home seller, um, if you think about it, what's the number one reason I wouldn't sell my house now in Phoenix, we have really limited inventory. And so we're doing a lot of marketing to drive people to sell their homes. And Jerry, you and I have worked on some stuff, uh, as well, trying to get people in, in Appleton, Wisconsin to, um, to, to, uh, engage in, in having a conversation with you at the very least is now the right time to sell. And so what would you think that would be? Why would people, what would be an inhibitor? Why do people not want to hire a realtor to sell their house? What would be one of the reasons? Anybody know? Anybody have any ideas? So process, right? So, and I, I'm going through this myself and I know you guys, and I know what you go through and I know all the 200 steps, but the process of actually selling my house is overwhelmed. The thought of doing it is overwhelming. Now it's not just moving, but, and this is the play that Offerpad and um, Open Door are using and other ser- similar services. And then exactly, Carol, you hit the nail on the head. So it's the process, right? So I've got to deal, I've got to figure out who I want to work with. I've got to make sure I like them. They're probably gonna charge me too much. Now, what's interesting is um, and, and we're gonna talk about not just these services, but how you can uh when you have a conversation and you probably will have more of a conversation with them uh now more than ever about um what the cost is about, right? Because where where we're seeing a lot of the complaints is not so much paying the split of um of what um, with buyer seller agent, but what's the buyer bringing to the table these days? What's the buyer's agent rather bringing to the table? And, and why would we pay them 3% when most likely the homeowners have already done the research, picked out three homes, my home was one of them. And so ultimately it's that side, the buyer's agent side. So Jerry, pay attention because I know you're, you're into buyer's agent roles. Um, and, and so they look at that and they say, well, they didn't really do anything. They might've sent some automated emails through, you know, an IDX, but they, you know, didn't really do anything. Um, so that, that value statement on the buyer's agent. So if you're representing buyers and you're looking for more buyer clients, you're going to have to, um, work on how you market that service to justify the cost. Um, and, and, and overall as a selling agent, right, a listing agent, you're going to have to communicate, because your commission's tied into that 6%, let's just use 6% as as an example, Um, so you've got to also explain what the buyer's agent does, so really, that's whose job it is to explain both roles, right, because the first resistance is, why is it 6%, well, each of us gets 3% because typically the listing agent doesn't bring a buyer. Um, if they do, then they get the total 6%. Well, what are you going to do for that? So what's interesting about, um, and I have tons of notes here, so I, I wrote them up so that I wouldn't miss anything. Um, the, the whole concept, and this is, this is from a report done by Evercore, which is a banking investment company that does a lot of research. So Open Door so far has has had 13,554 clients. There's some interesting data points I'm going to share, uh, so I apologize if I throw those things out in the middle of a conversation. But um, the whole concept that they're reporting on is that if if selling your home is, is affordable and easy, so those are two points that your marketing needs to hone in on. If you're if you're uh, selling your home is affordable and easy, people will move more frequently. And I, I think there's something to that. Now, yes, jobs, um, downsizing or right-sizing. Um, so, um, yeah. And and so, yeah. And, and what, but Jerry, you know, that's exactly it. You know, two buyers, two, you know, the seller, and then the marketing, to, you know, two marketing charges. But um, the, and that's good. But we're going to have to give a bit more foundation to that, although you don't have to type it all in. So if you think about it, there is something to that as far as um, being able to make it easy, that people don't wanna, you know, especially if you're targeting the senior market, and I'm not gonna call them that anymore because I'm over 55 now. Uh, (laughs) The over 55, the active lifestyle uh, folks, and and frankly, that's probably a a much better um, uh, terminology to use. If we talk about seniors, um, then to me now you're looking at the over seventy crowd who's looking to move into um, you know assisted living or you know have health concerns and need to move more to a, a facility that enables them to be safe and to be social and to socialize and that type of thing. So let's let's kind of divide the market there because that that's like one step before probate, right? Um, so, so the active 55 group, uh, the kids are gone. So maybe we call them empty nesters. You, you get to decide right there in your head, you have to know who those people are, what they look like, um, what they sound like, what they, what, where their interests are. That's what a target market is. So Fran, to your point, um, uh, (laughs) um, you know, you, you want to make sure that you know who that, and they call it an avatar. And basically it's a persona of what your target market is. And why this is even more important is that, that I can go to open door and offer pad. They don't care who I am. They have an offering. All right. So there's a differentiator for you. And Jerry, you and I talked about this, that we need to maybe make the brand, your brands, all of you, your brands more personal and less, um, you know, perhaps a little. And, and the way that we do that is through video. So if you've ever been to um, Hal and Tom's and, and Carol's Facebook page, the mayor group, um, Phoenix Real Estate Experts, um, there's lots of videos. There's photos. You know, we've got a photo of Carol, um, you know, over at, at um, is it Tuke? uh, urban cafe spelled with a K. And so, um, you know, you've got pictures of people being human. There's no humans with open door and offer pad. And that I think is going to be how realtors, um, have a a double-edged sword because people like me being a high D, I just do not deal with people. I just soon run this whole thing by myself. And, and, um, and then there's that whole control thing with D's. Uh and then high C's, so and again we're using disk as a as a way to look at how your buyer and sellers think. And so with high C's they ask a lot of questions and they do their research and they like to be in control as well. So you've got you know two um you know probably 30% of the population who's who's you know wanting to try this out. Now um open doors reviews right now are at four point eight out of five. So in other words, their customer reviews are saying that their model is working. And that's interesting because, um, someone's going to say, Hey, it, it you know, 4.8 4. out of five, that's outstanding. So let me, um, let me show you, um, what, so with Open Door, here's their pitch and it's basically, and I have it here. And I have a, a financial model I'm going to share with you as well. But their pitch here is um, that you have a free offer in just a, a few clicks. All right. So think about that. Think of the ease of use. You skip to the showings. So you can immediately, as soon as you set up your house, um, you know, you immediately, you um, have this benefit of being able to say, when you're available to, to show the house. Now, what's interesting is Open Door buys the house. So I, it's interesting that their marketing talks about skip the showings. So, oh, skip the showings, meaning not skip to the showings. Sorry, so they skip the showings because they're buying your house, which means that no one's gonna come in and inconvenience me. Like I have to make my bed every day now. Um, so <laughs> so the if the, that means no one's gonna be traipsing through my house and um so it's interesting and and i don't have to deal with a human um it says no double mortgage or housing overlap so on the financial model uh here what's interesting because they're trying to show that that you end up so they say that um with them selling to open doors they get a person whose house is two hundred thousand they walk away with 186, and then if the, if they were to use a traditional real estate model, it's 182. So they're showing this $4,000 benefit here. So here's, here's how they do it. They're using, and I hope you guys are taking notes, because these are the conversations. You're going to have to be prepared for this conversation because you will hear it more and more when people are going to list their home. So, uh, and, and here's the catch, and we're going to have um, to do some proactive marketing where we basically turn this comparison on its ear, and because you need to educate the homeowners prior to them having a listing conversation with you, because it's quite likely that they're going to make this decision, open door, homey, offer pad, before they contact you. So let's let's talk about that um, individually, about the type of marketing we should be putting together uh, and definitely putting it on your websites, um, because remember, your website's job is to establish your credibility and be informational. You're supposed to educate the people to show that, one, you're smart enough to know how to do that um, and to build your credibility. So ultimately that this is the type of thing you could put on your website. So they're using the tactic, no double mortgage or housing overlap. So what I would be interesting, because it, it says traditional home sale, pay rent or mortgage on two properties. So that, I've never done that. I've always made the switch and and one stopped and the next one started. So they're taking, they're saying in this model that... Um, That 2% of the house price, so that's what I've seen here, or 1%, sorry, um, the overlap is 1%. So they're saying it's, um, you know, basically $2,000 to $7,000 that um, OfferPad mentions that it's $7,000 or $8,000 in their their business model here. So it's interesting. So in order to skew the numbers in their favor, they're taking into account that there will be overlap. And they remove the overlap because they buy the house so you don't have to pay the next mortgage. So think about how you would talk to that and and think about, you know, if you looked at your last dozen clients, 12 clients, how many didn't, how many had to double, had overlap? Think about that. Is it half? Is it a quarter? Is it none? Because that's how they're changing these numbers to work in their favor the other thing that most people don't realize is that these services can run up uh, between six and twelve percent of the um, sale price of the home so they think that this is somehow um, cheaper uh, from a commission perspective but the bottom line is is that the service cost for open door is 6.6 percent and so You know the whole the whole benefit again is ease, and affordability really doesn't come into play because they're pretty much equal. Um, Open door can even be more expensive. So um, so what do they do with the house when they buy it? Um, Well, it depends on which um, which who it is. Uh, some companies will renovate and spruce it up a little bit, and then they turn around and sell it. So both Open Door, uh, well, Offer Pad, and Homie, actually all three of them, and probably everyone else too, um, then markets it and sells it. So um, they—they're a brokerage, bottom line. So they're looking to use their online presence to turn around and sell it. Now Tom has had an experience, and how to I believe. Where they had um, a listing uh, where the the buyers were with open door, and um, what's fascinating is that it was an open door home, and and so basically you can go into these homes between I think it's six a, six a.m. and nine p.m. It was nine a.m. to six p.m. I I don't I'm sure it's on here somewhere, um, but you can go in at any time. Open Door, this is creepy, Open Door unlocks the lockbox electronically, and you get the key. You can go in and wander around unassisted and go see the house, and then it locks back up. So, um, yeah, oh, so Hal, that's interesting. Open Door sells their listings for at least six, yeah. So they do say that they get, they don't get a ton more of money, so it isn't a, It is. it's a volume business right? Because 6% is not very much, um, in in an increase, but, um, they do make money from it, which also means that, um, you know, the question then becomes how good of an offer are these people getting? Um, and, and again, it comes back to, I don't have to deal with a realtor. Even if the cost is the same, I don't have to deal with showings. Uh, you're going to buy my house immediately and it'll be one and done. So, Um, they might not be getting market. Most likely they're not getting, well, market price. Um, so it, it's a win because I don't have to. So here's, let me show you the logic. My house is worth, uh, $300,000, we'll say as an example. Um, so I have to decide uh, what is it that, um, I want to do? So, uh, when I read online, I see that the average traditional sale, I'm going to lose. Okay. Lose. That's the way we view it. Lose 10% to the whole real estate process. So do I go through and interview realtors? Do I decide on one? Um, do I have to do, um, open houses? Do I have to, how do I have to, you know, keep the house clean, all that stuff? for almost the same amount of money cost-wise. Now, let's say Open Door comes in and offers me $270,000. Now, I my house is not a candidate for any of these because it's pristine. It's in move-in-ready condition. So they probably wouldn't be interested. They wouldn't be, I, I'm not a good candidate. In other words, they're not gonna make any money off of the house. So um, what they're looking for is margin. And so, you know, if um, they say 270, and i don't have to do anything but turn around and sell, you know, flip the house. That's appealing. Believe it or not, and and so yes, a realtor can make sure that you get more money, but the cost is convenience, timing, and all the things that are intangible. And that's what's fascinating about this model is that human behavior has changed such that the dollar amount and getting it immediately is more important than how much money we get. So if push comes to shove. If there's an, on average, they both open door, oh, actually Homey, Open Door, and um, um, OfferPad, um, all of them say that basically they're, they're, it, there's probably a $10,000 difference between using a realtor and, um, and using their services. This $10,000 worth, the inconvenience, the showings, how long is this house going to be on the market? Does this realtor even know how to market? You know, because most realtors really don't know how to market, guys. They really don't know how to promote a home properly on a website and on Facebook and, and through emails and that type of thing and, you know, postcards and and, you know, however you, you market, it, most people don't know how to do it. They do the very traditional way and that's not working anymore because eyeballs are on Facebook. They're not in their mailbox. So, um, so yeah, exactly. Well, and everybody does, Jerry, you know, there, there are a ton of, of companies, investment companies that are pitching it as I buy houses, but it's actually, you know, a very large company that does it. So um, the Open Door also talks about a flexible close date versus an unpredictable close date with a traditional model, an optional late checkout program, uh, no flexibility on the move date. So they've, they've clearly um, identified some weak points in the traditional home sale. So um, that's kind of uh, worth noting. Um, so the Open Door's average service fee is 7.5%. Which is not true because if they start with 6.6% and they go up to 12%, that can't be the average. This is actually from their website. So an average means that they would be doing it um, you know, potentially at 4% and at 10% to get to 7.5%. So that's a, an interesting data point. OfferPad, which is based in Gilbert, Arizona, uh, ranges between 6 and 9%. And that's their service fee. That does not include the closing costs so um um so uh yeah so exactly tom is is you bring up a very good point so if they're going to use open door and open door says and i've actually have a um my neighbor's um uh family member uh had opened i think it was open door that came in and said this is how much your house is worth to us this is what we would offer and then they had an appraisal done and of course the appraisal came in significantly higher uh, then what open door, but, but that's their job, you know? So it's a numbers game for them. You know, if they talk to 10 homeowners and two of the homes and the dollar amounts and the situation match, boom, they're done. So what's interesting is, um, uh, offer pad has, has taken 2% of the market in Phoenix. 2% of, you know, somebody know how many homes are in Phoenix um, I, I know that there's, um, you know, around 4 million residents here, so divide it in half and there's 2 million homes. I mean, that, that would just be an example. But, um, you know, uh, that's a lot. That's, that's actually a lot. 2% of the size. of the, Phoenix is the fifth largest city in the country. So it's um, fascinating. Um, So, uh, let's see, Uh, right now Offerpad operates in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Tampa, Orlando, and LA, and they plan to expand significantly. So heads up for those of you. Now, um, the former execs at Trulia created a company called Knock K-N-O-C-K, and they guarantee that they will buy your home if it doesn't sell in six weeks. So you guys have seen that model before, Uh, but that was the precursor to this. Um, And so that's an interesting concept too. So uh, basically they're betting that their marketing is going to sell the house or it's going to warm up the market enough that they can go ahead and and sell the house as soon as you move out. Um, So that's, that's well, and and so that's an interesting concept and probably not, I don't know what their financial model is um, But it says basically what they're saying is, and this is important because these are the pitches that you've got to make when talking in your marketing uh, about this and when you're meeting with in your listing consultations is convenience, predictability, and the ability to synchronize the sale of an old home with the purchase of a new home um, are the reasons to justify these fees. So... We've become a society where we get 200 emails and 10 voicemails and we're just overwhelmed with information. And so that busyness, um, you have to become a way to offload. So that's why I started this session with PowerWordsPowerProfit.com is about Helping me offload you, and then your job is to be the hero to your buyer or seller. And the only way you can be your their hero is not to pile on more stuff. Like here's all the paperwork that you have to fill out. Um, it's more of let me do all of this for you. Um, I want to review it with you, so this will take you know one hour of our time to go through this, and uh, you'll sign the paperwork, and we'll be good to go. And and so minimizing the complexity of selling the house is what people are looking for. And then it's leave the driving to us, right? It's, you know what, we'll take care of everything. And maybe that means that rather than giving up um, in the front end, your commission of 6% total is to turn around and say, you know, uh, to include some staging, staging starts at $500 and you should use a professional stager. Don't trust your own taste. Sorry, um, but it, it's important that you, um, that you do that, right? So solid color curtains, um, you know colors that don't clash, adding a little bit of pattern, th- those types of things to use a professional stager. Maybe you include that as part of your marketing as opposed to, um, as opposed to saying, well, a homeowner, you have to pay for that." So again, making it simple and easy. And anything that you can do to make the process easier is part of what you should be saying at the listing consultation. You want to, what what the world is telling you is that the process is too daunting and too inconvenient and too costly. What are you going to do to market yourself differently in order to address those three factors? That's what this conversation is about. Because they're sneaking up on you because this is their pitch, right? And it's a very sexy pitch, I have to say. Um, and, and wait till we get to homey because that's a, that's a whole other ball of wax. So um, uh, usually uh, open the typical open door seller close, prefers to close in 32 days. Um, and uh, compared to an average home sale process of 80 to 100 days. So see the difference? Right now they're saying speed. You can move on with your life like that. And if anybody's met me, that is exactly the type of person I am, but I wanted to do this case study. So, (laughs) so I'm still here. um, uh, So the, um, this is interesting. So the way they pitch it is this two month gap represents a substantial burden for this cost burden for the seller. Um, Two months of property taxes, really, um, mortgage payment and maintenance. Um, So, you know, as opposed to it being somebody else's problem after you sell the house. So it, it is interesting to me that that plays both ways and I, I don't fall for the the overlap thing. So you guys tell me if you've seen that. Um, so um, let's see, figure 21,000 active listings times 2%. Oh, okay. So active listings. Okay. Um, so is there a sold statistic with these guys versus a realtor that's like FISBO's? Uh, um, example: A realtor will get an average of ten percent more for a sold home than a FISBO would. Yeah, so um, no, because it's not that model. Um, Open door and OfferPad do not talk about you making more money uh, for giving you more money for your home. So what they're doing here and what they've started at where their error in this marketing is, because that's my job, um, is uh, good to know. Thanks, Kelly. Um, is that the home sale and it what does this say selling to open door traditional home sale? Ugh, I hate gray fonts offer price example. okay, so here's where they started off wrong. They said the offer price is two hundred thousand and the traditional offer price is two hundred thousand. That's not the way this game is played. So this again, we have to spin your marketing to address this. Because what they're doing is they're comparing. It's like, yeah, they're not going to give you, if your home, if you would get a traditional offer on your home, let's say it's 200,000, they're most likely going to offer you 175 or 180. I mean, I don't know. Okay. So disclaimer here. I'm guessing, but they're going to offer you less for the home because they've got to flip it and make a profit. All right. So otherwise, it, it's not a business model that'll be out of business very quickly. And I think Open door has been around for 10 years now. So uh, clearly it's working guys. And so that's a model. That's another thing to pay attention to. They're making enough money to stay in business. It's not like they're going to go away. And so this appeal of convenience and, um, and predictability And no overlap, you know, those are things that they're doing very well to market it. And so we need to change what's on your websites, guys, is the bottom line. And we need to use more of those types of of terminology where we're talking about, you know, leave leave the driving to us, right? Um, We'll handle the whole process. You know, the whole concept of being the superhero or the super agent or the power agent, that's one of the reasons why I call you guys power agents, um, is because your marketing and the way that you approach marketing is a powerful way to help market homes. And so that's an important differentiator where you can say, yes, I I earn that keep, I earn that 3%, um, and also to be able to say, these guys don't market your home, they just buy it, and they're not going to buy it for the same price that a homeowner is. So I would guess, John, that the 10% is probably very, very similar. Um, Carol said, um, there are people who do overlap, uh, people who move to another state for a job, yeah, that's true. Um, And uh, yeah, exactly, it is misleading, but that's what marketing is. Sorry, Um, (laughs) marketing and sales are a slippery slope. Uh, So they get you initially with the money issue and move to the convenience aspect, but it's not really about the money. Exactly, John, you hit the nail on the head. It really is more about the convenience, the predictability, the speed, the speed of getting done, one and done. I'm going to buy your house. You're not going to get as much for it, potentially. But then, you know what? Time is money, people. Think about that. Time is money. And if you need to move and you don't want to deal with any of this hassle, we got your back. Okay. So... Um, Let's see. Uh, so one of the things that um, OfferPad says is OfferPad and the seller will each be responsible for their customary closing costs, typically assessment, assessed to buyers and sellers in the state where your property is located. So their fee is just their service fee. So uh, now let's um, let's talk about Homie. So how many people have heard of Homie? They they were originally in Nevada. So I actually looked into Homey, uh, very seriously. So, because the model is exactly a perfect for a high D or someone who, uh, works from home and, um, has the convenience of being around, right? So one of the things that you'll want to take into account is, um, that, if if people are working outside of the home, uh, then they most likely want someone to manage keeping the house clean. So maybe what you do is is you know you you offer either you personally or you have a service that helps keep their house clean and keep and and um, so they don't have to worry about it. See, these are different. Um, you yeah, I think you guys Kelly, you'll hear it before Jerry will because you're in Seattle, but. Um, but the idea would be to what can you do that incurs some cost, yes, um, but, but take some of the, adds more of that convenience, that, that sense of I'm here to take care of you and walk you through the process. Um, two times homie came up in conversation. Oh, that's interesting. So, um, <clears throat> first of all, homie is kind of uh, your wingman uh, in selling your house yourself. So basically they have a listing package and it comes in two installments. And what they do is you pay $199 dollars uh, first, and then that puts your house on the MLS. Um, and, um, they come out and they do professional photos and let's see what all do they do. They do professional photos and, um, they do a yard sign and you put it up. And the final fee paid at closing is $1,299. So you're looking at under $1,500 um, that they, I'm trying to find the, um, what else they include. So they build your Facebook ads. Guys, that's pretty interesting. Now that doesn't mean that their people know how to do Facebook ads, but, um, so, um, so the MLS is actually optional on theirs because they believe that, that um, advertising, so they probably do pay-per-click, they probably do Facebook, um, whatever, um, they, uh, you know, have seen work, right. Cause they can change their model up based on how it all works. Um, they build your ads. Um, they receive the tour requests, so they field the calls. Okay. So this is starting to sound really appealing to people like me. Um, the, re- so once they field the tours, right. So they say, okay, now you schedule it for your convenience, but we're, we're the ones communicating with you. These people want to see your home. Um, and, uh, then they're real estate attorneys. So they have legal people help with negotiations and contracts. So you make sure everything's legal. Um, there's an online dashboard and emails that walk you through the closing and you're done. So, um, What's interesting is I only read half of it. So this entire page, these are all, this is their complete offering. So it's an odd way to represent it. So sign up for the homie, schedule your photos, select your photos, receive value report and pick your pricing. And that's between one and four business days from the time that, um, from, from the time you post on you post your listing. So you get to decide. So they're gonna give you options and say, oh, if you price it this much, that's how long it's gonna take. If you price it this much, this is how long it's gonna take. Your yard sign arrives, you sign the listing agreement with Homie, um, who's a brokerage, um, they build the ads, your listing goes live, you receive requests, um, tours turn into offers, uh, then the real estate attorneys digitally sign the contract and you have an on, on, uh, online dashboard that, in emails that will walk you through all the process. That's pretty appealing, guys. Um, for and and for fifteen hundred, no, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Think about that, fifteen hundred dollars. That's nothing. So um, it's it is an interesting business model. And um, what most people have said uh, at this point is that um, you 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 should know, um, you should be comfortable with, uh, the process and, you know, for people like me, the reason why it's, it's interesting is because I work from home. And so it's not, um, it's not as big of a deal for me to show my home while I'm working. I can schedule that into my calendar. So again, homey is, is they're doing radio ads. I mean, they're big enough. They're well funded. So you're going to see more of them. Um, Right, exactly. (laughs) So, but, but yeah, there are no thrills, but the, the bare minimum of legality, yard sign photos, all that stuff is taken care of for you. And so, um, those are the things that create the, the angst if you were going to do a FISBO. So what homey is, is there's the fisbo, you do everything on your own, and you're not on the MLS. There's homey that puts you on the MLS, does your yard sign, does, um, your photos, and walks you through the process, but you, it's all electronic. No human interaction that's what I started. I tried it out. I mean, I didn't spend the money, but I sent a message and asked them a question and they responded back. And so no one, no phone numbers, no way to reach them to ask a question. It's all electronic. So that's an interesting model that is one step up because they do, you know, the hard stuff, if you will, um, in handling something and that puts your house on the market. And then there's you guys. But here's the problem, the perception of who you are. And granted, um, granted, you um, are this group of people is head and tails above, you know, um, this model. Most realtors aren't, you know, if you think about it, probably 50 percent of realtors are only doing it part time. And I have known many realtors who just post something on the MLS and wait for someone to call you know, agents saying, hey, you know, we ran ran the search and this house came up, we'd like to see it. Yeah, go ahead. That's not marketing, right? So it's those people who don't understand marketing and its value, how you create a persona of who you are and what your capabilities are, what your knowledge base is, what your credit, why should I pay you this money? And up to now, real estate agents have done a really bad job, bad job of explaining why that is um, it's like well i do marketing right well in the power words power profit under the listing consultation section um you're and i think it's actually under um, how to get uh, a seller to select you the slide deck that's there has a list of unique marketing that you will not see on the tradition average realtors marketing list so if you're not using that slide deck and tom has used it and had great success with it um, you should be using it because most slide decks that realtors use are terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, and and that's what's turned people off. There's a reason why these services started up and are still here and are growing. And it's because realtors have kind of fallen down on, gotten a little too um, relaxed with their role. And it's time now that you guys are going to have to stand up to do you want to be in this business or not and if you do you're going to have to invest time and money into websites that that add value to your to the to the viewer that Facebook ads that point them to information that's helpful for them you've got to build that relationship through digital marketing And that is a model that most realtors are not comfortable with. Um, So let's see. What else we got? Uh, Very appealing. I wonder how Homey deals with inspections and escrow um, coach seller through the process. So the coach thing the seller through the process is an online dashboard and emails to walk you through clothes. So um, with escrow, the real estate attorneys are involved. So I'm assuming that that is how that's set up. Um, Yes. Realtors are their own worst enemy. And now it's caught up with everyone. And sadly, it's caught up with, with you guys because it's, it's, it means that you have to, you have to look differently. So if you go to more, um, uh, if you go to a brokerage where they're controlling your world and, um, you, you don't have an IDX, so you, people can't go to your site and search. Um, you are, uh, you have Monday, Monday morning meetings and, Uh, You've got regimented team meetings and you've got all this stuff that doesn't allow you to brand yourself in the power words, power profit methodology, which is all about what those first three sections are about is how you brand yourself. Um, Then then you're going to run into this and lose to it nine times out of ten. Because the traditional realtor with their cute little business cards and their postcards with the large paragraphs and everything is not going to work. It's people aren't going to pay six percent for that. When I can go and get help. Now this may turn bad, turn out badly, um, but so far the reviews are awesome. <laughs> so that's not good for you. Uh, for fifteen hundred dollars, all right. So, so I'm not saying that you need to go out and reduce your commissions. Just to be clear, I believe what you need to do is be prepared to invest a bit more effort and maybe a bit more money to make the money that you do make um, seem more palatable to the seller. So one option, aside from the marketing list on the slides where you're listing all the things that you're going to do to list the home um, and follow through on that. So for instance... um, You know these things so this is a example of an open house ad so you would bring this with you so the package behind me is the listing package right so there's a cute little bag and a little mug for them to use and uh, and then these um, which are the um, the acrylic stands see stand you see that and it's, you know, welcome home and it's basically there's one per room and this would be what you would bring to the listing consultation and say every room gets a sign that talks about how the buyer could use it. Because we can't really trust the buyer's agent um, to point out some of the features that we think are important, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, we would work together. Why, what could this room be used for? I'll make some recommendations, you know, so or, or you know, if they don't want to do that, just say, hey, I've got these all ready for you. And so that's one way to differentiate yourself. Then to be able to, to you know, take a cut out of your open house um, post. This cannot be an ad because it's got too much text on it. So this would be your open house post that will go out on Facebook, and um, you know, and, and that way all you know, and you know, you can um, have them send it out. So you can tag them and they can send it out, or they can go to your site and share it with their friends. Um, however, they'd want to do that. And then you can also show them, you know, your Facebook ads that you've created for them. Um, you can show them Facebook metrics now. Tom, I know you've used this, um, and uh, I don't think there's, I don't know who all's on the phone, but um, but the um, the methodology with Facebook Analytics and Google Analytics with your websites. Um, hopefully, you have Google Analytics on them. And what um, Facebook Analytics allows you to do is is determine. You know track where people go from your ad how many people go from your ad to that specific page that talks about the listing then what you can do is share an example of those metrics with your perspective listing and say so this is how we track this so here's the money that I invest so Facebook has a table that says you know you've spent $50 $100 you know whatever the amount is and be able to put that in front of um, a homeowner and say, so these are the Facebook ads, these are the results. So, you know, I think we had like 15,000 people saw this house that, that Tom had for a listing. And, you know, um, you know over a thousand of them clicked on the ad. And, you know, um, he did Facebook videos. And, and, and so you can show that as this is what you're paying for. And it's wicked impressive, people, to use a New England phrase, wicked impressive. As opposed to a little postcard that says, yeah, this is the type of marketing that I do. So when somebody asks you for the examples of what are you getting paid for, you've got to have stuff. Physical stuff. Because open door, offer pad, and homie don't have physical stuff. Okay, so um let's get my camera to realign there. I was out of focus. Uh <laughs> I'm not blurry, I promise. Um so uh you know, what questions do you guys have? Let's see. Um, we can all agree that most realtors are terrible marketers, but the factor remains that we must adapt to, yes, we do. We have to know that you've got to do something in response to this model. And then Tom, uh, whoop, uh I'm still wondering how these services deal with buyer seller freak out moments. Um, you know, and, and, uh, nobody anticipates those, right? you, there there are no freak out moments. In in our world, we don't understand that that would even be a possibility. Um, my lender says, uh, savage all the time. (laughs) Um, so is that the word you meant, Kelly? (laughs) Um, so, um, the, the idea here is that, these models are here to stay. So there's one, in, it's called Purple Bricks. It started in the UK and last September um, they started in LA. Um, they have a 6% commission for real estate agents, but then um, came to, oh, sorry, this is just so, so fluffy. So, um, so basically Purple Bricks offers the full services of a regular real estate brokerage. I don't know what that means. So um, this article didn't have uh, enough information about, and and they're too new in the states yet. But check it out: purple bricks, all one word, um, and uh, for just thirty two hundred dollars. That includes professional photography, three D virtual tours, help with staging, home tours, listings on all the major online platforms. Uh, oh, wicked savage. Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, thirty two hundred dollars. Okay. So think about why those numbers are important. Don't worry about the number per se. Think about why that's important to a homeowner. Right. And then there's this whole bottle of or concept that I introduced at the very beginning of this conversation, which is if more people knew that it was more affordable or that they would get more help, um, in the hand-holding of the process, convenience, predictability, cost, um, and they got something for their money, because they don't mention marketing, 3D virtual tour and photography, that's not marketing, right? So so now you have a chance to 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 add and differentiate your um, your marketing. Now it does mention home tours with Purple Bricks. So I'm gonna look more into that and see Um, and maybe post on, on the page here about what's, um, what, what that is, but $3,200. Um, in, in, and again, um, that's interesting because that's in the LA market. And so that's, that's less than 1%. So these models are out there. So I want you to think about how do you differentiate yourself? How do you change up what it is that you're doing today? So that when you have conversations, when you market to prospective homeowners, because all of you are doing that, right, you're trying to get listings, what's, what's cool about what you do? And, and we can put it on Facebook, we can, you know, put it on your website, uh, we can do infographics, which everybody loves infographics, Facebook loves infographics. Now, the one um, elephant in the room we haven't talked about is Redfin. Uh, everybody's probably heard about Redfin yet, right? Um, so Redfin, um, uh, is now, this is the, this is a, a news article I found. Redfin brokerage firm is now charging just 1% to sellers in 18 new housing markets. So east of LA, Lake Tahoe, LA, Orange County, Sacramento. So all the big ones, Reno, Austin, Dallas, Houston, Portland, New York, um, Long Island uh, and Hudson Valley, Hawaii, Boston, New Jersey, New Mexico, and Rhode Island. Seattle's got to be next on that list, Kelly. One percent. Oh, they are they doing one percent there? Because I this was they it used to be one and a half percent. They've dropped it to one percent. So what's interesting? What, what would be perfect is if these guys just fought it out amongst themselves and lost the battle and went away. But that's not going to happen, because now that people have the taste in their mouth of maybe oh, I don't really need a realtor, or maybe this is easier than I realize, and so I'm just going to get some help, and um, you know it's not going to be a big deal. Now, notice also the work labor dynamic, right? Um, billboards all over, yeah. So they're doing a really good job of marketing, and and that's the thing is these guys have marketing budget. You guys as individual agents don't. So. They're in every, but the reason why I found out about Homie was I was driving on a Saturday listening to NPR and, and, and they, 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 um, the ad came up. Uh, radio ads are not cheap. So these people have money. You don't have, you know, $20,000, 50000 marketing budget. So you've really got to, to push forward with your brand and who you are. Now, I know I've said this a million times so it'll be a million and one. That means video. I mean, one of the reasons why, you know, people either decide to go with powerwords, powerprofit.com or, or not <laughs> is largely due to me and my personality. Um, and having access to me and 30 years of marketing expertise and, and all the training and education I go through on a weekly basis. So, um, that's, that's my value proposition is me, right? The content that's there, I can point people to right? It's kind of the backup to say, go to the site and download the Facebook post, copy and paste them into your website. And it's a minimal amount of money. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And you're done. Um, so, so that's the relationship, right? I establish credibility that way. You've got to do the same thing now. And if it, here's the important thing, if you're not willing to do this, if this is scary then these guys will win the battle. So it's time to overcome those fears. It's time to use whiteboard videos if you're afraid to do that. It's time to put another person, Kelly, you did this, you know, um, put another person next to you and have a 30-second, a, a 45-second conversation. We're not talking like one-hour presentations here like I am doing. We're talking keep it less than five minutes, um, preferably less than two Um, the shorter, the better go interview, um, uh, shop owners in the area. So Carol, you know, start canvassing, um, you know, your area to, you know, talk to coffee shops and, um, restaurants and cafes and that type of thing. Um, oh, I don't have it with me. Um, you know, use your power agent sticker on the, the back of your laptop and go sit at you know I would actually advise that you get something that stands out a bit more like got real estate questions and you know just open your laptop and have something up you know maybe an MLS or something and someone may come by and say hey you're looking at houses you know can you look mine up and tell me how much mine's worth it's a you gotta get out of the house and you have to stay out of the house if you wanna work go, go to a cafe don't work at home because you're in real estate, you're a people person. You you got to be out there. So the more that you work at home, the less business you're going to get. The more these models, which don't have human contact, become more effective. You're enabling your competition by not getting out and spending time. You know, three times a week, go grab your computer and head out to the local place. Now, um, I'm going to put on the on the page here the sticker you. Um, uh, information and uh ideas of things to create. Um what I probably should do is just create a bunch of them and then mail them to you guys. Um but (laughs) I'm waiting for like somebody to say something like yeah Pam do that. Uh, But um they're not, you know, they're like fifteen bucks. So um you know that's an important thing to do to stay in touch with people to um help draw eyeballs. Okay. So go to um, go to the, you know, cafes and the places and hang out there. Okay. Just hang out there. And if you're not doing that, it's a huge mistake. Working from home is the kiss of death for a realtor. It really is. Nobody knows where you're at, which means they're on, they're going to go online and find homie, because what, what's the difference? Oh, there's a, um, a Zillow Google voice call. Um, <laughs> Um, so cause you can do FISBOs on Zillow. Um, the, so the other thing about, um, the, uh, Redfin 1% sales commission is that it does not include the buyer's agent commission. So that's interesting. And in addition, the Redfin mm-hmm. listing fee is subject to a minimum requirement of 3000 to $5,500 depending on the market. So again, The minimum requirement, the listing fee, and this is interesting because they just said it was 1%, which means that they're only going to deal with homes of a certain value. So a $300,000 home to a $550,000 home, if I did my math right. Um, So that's depending on the market. So that's also interesting because, you know, Jerry, in your case, you know, for the homes that are, you know, $150 to, $250,000 $250,000 Redfin doesn't want to talk to you that the, the homeowner so you know there's a marketing angle there guys there's a there's a there's a postcard and a Facebook post and a Facebook ad um, around that right where and Kelly you could use it too which is but but the challenge is is that in Kelly's market in Seattle there's all the homes are at least that so it's not as big of a deal one thing you should note and then we're going to uh, close is um that call that i just got so if somebody says well i'm going to list my home on zillow again i'm doing this case study i'm going to write up the whole thing uh, and and uh have a report and th- that you can read and use and use as a handout to your um prospective listings um which uh, with zillow if somebody says you know "Well, i'm just going to do a Fisbo on zillow and that way people will find me uh quite literally um, 99% of the calls are real estate agents looking to list your home. And boy, do they do a crappy job of it. People, well, the, some of them are saying, you know, hi, this is Jennifer, um, give me a call back. What? And then one guy um, sent a message through Google Voice and said, uh, I know you're probably getting slammed with calls right now, I don't want to disturb you, but. Um, if you have any questions about the area, I'm an area expert, your neighborhood expert. i happy to answer any questions. And then he sent another message, you know, that's just like, you know, just checking in on you or whatever. And then his third message was, how can I earn your business? And I was like, dude, you could earn my business by going away uh, <laughs> because it's harassment, right? So I'm going through this entire experience for you guys to tell you what not to do and And how to how to engage people and it's not the traditional way, which is what they're doing, right which is badgering fizbos, and that's not that's not going to work with people, right? It just turns them off so and the same is true with you know making sure that your emails are of content of value and are helpful, and your web pages have helpful information for people. It's not about you, it's about helping them. And ultimately, the more human you are, and, and remember last week, we talked about um, that people like imperfect people. So you don't have to, we trust imperfect people, because that makes them more human. So the more detached you are, the more you work at home, the more you hide, the more less likely you are to have a successful real estate career, because these guys will take your business away from you, okay? Mm-hmm. Fisbo. oh, um, for sale by owner. Um uh, not very, you know, it's interesting because I've heard tons of people call it that, um, at EXP Realty. And, uh, and then I've heard like Tom saying FSBO and, um, yeah, FSBO, FSBO. Um, so, uh, I want you to give this some serious thought. I would love it if you would re-listen to this. I'll get this uploaded to iTunes and SoundCloud as well, but it's also on this page under videos. It'll be the most recent one. Um, and, um, uh, take into account how you're going to be more human, how you're going to take into account the, the convenience factor, um, the relieving the stress factor, right? Because right now you guys are in the role of creating stress, not relieving it. So we want to, we want to change that and change your marketing to reflect that, that you truly are the human element that's required for a successful home sale. Okay. Thanks guys for your time. I appreciate it. I hope you found this helpful and I look forward to, uh, having, continuing this conversation. Feel free to add more comments to, um, to this post, uh, as you know, so that everyone stays in the conversation or you can start a new post on my page and we can continue that conversation as well. So thanks so much. Appreciate it. And, uh, we will see you on the flip side. Take care. Yes, Kelly. Um, I'm being a fizz boat as part of the case study. Talk to you later later. <laughs> Enjoyed your conversation. Bye-bye. Thanks John.